We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATB Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to Fireside Chat with Dr. June Knight. We're reading in Ezekiel right now. We're in chapter 14, and this one addresses the leaders of the church <coughs> Excuse me, and their idols. So let's start here. Then came certain of the elders of Israel unto me and set before me. Now, if you remember when God gave Ezekiel... <clears throat> the vision of the judgment coming, he said, it begins in the house of the Lord in the sanctuary. First, the pastors, and then the elders, right? So I was thinking, wow, the elders are talking to him. This must be the ones that are left. So, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their heart and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired of at all by them? And I was thinking, this is God telling Ezekiel, Ezekiel, why are you even listening to these people? They have idols. They don't want to listen to me. Why should you listen to them? <laughs> you know, basically is what he's saying. So let's see what happens here. Therefore, speak unto them. And say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Every man of the house of Israel that sets up his idols in his heart and putteth the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face and cometh to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him that cometh according to the multitude of his idols. What do you think that means when it says, before his face. Can anybody write on here and tell me what do you think that means? When he says. Uh, 
Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their heart and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Well, it means they loved their idols before their face. Like, remember when we talked about Sodom and Gomorrah? When we talked about Sodom and Gomorrah, that was the first sin of, well, the first mistake that Lot made was when he pitched his tent towards Sodom. He set his face on the sin. He liked it, so he kept it. All right, so let's see what it says here. That I may take the house of Israel in their own heart, because they are all estranged from me through their idols. Okay, now we all know what estranged means. Estranged is I'm cut off in relationship. Uh, this is another reason it's so hard uh, when we do not preach sin because that is the very thing that cuts off relationship with God. When we don't tell people what the consequences of their sins will be according to the word because, you know, sin has a lot to do with our relationship with God. Okay, so let's keep going here. That I may take the house of Israel in their own heart, because they are all estranged from me through their idols. Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Repent, and turn yourselves from your idols, and turn away your faces from all your abominations. Now listen, bride. I want you to think very, very carefully about the so-called repentance that is taking place that they're saying the fasting and praying and repentance that they're having all these meetings and they're saying they're doing are they telling them turn from your wicked ways no no they repent over stuff that is not they'll say nations but they're not talking about the person, the individual people repenting and turning. That's what God says right here in verse 6. When it comes to, look, in verse 5 he says, They're all estranged from me through their idols. Which means idolatry will keep you from God. Sin, the love of sin, will keep you from God. And then he says, for him to turn around and tell the leaders of the churches. Now, this is Ezekiel. Repent and turn yourselves from your idols. And turn away your faces from all your abominations. See? I want, does it make you wonder, Bribe, why... They're not saying this today. And I'm talking on a national scale. You may even go to a church that does this. I mean, you know, but on a national scale, like these people you see on TV and whatnot, why are they not saying this? Why do you think that is? All right, let's keep going right here. Okay, so... For every one of the house of Israel... Or of the stranger that sojourneth in Israel, which separated himself from me, and setteth up his idols in his heart, 
and putteth the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and cometh to a prophet to inquire of him concerning me, I, the Lord, will answer him myself. Wow. Bride, that is a serious charge. What do you think, again, he means when he says, You set your iniquities before your face. You know, when you read the Bible, bride, you know that scripture that says that the word of God is like a mirror. It reflects your face. See what I'm saying? And really, when you read your Bible, it's an amazing thing. Because you read your Bible, and the words are examining your heart. God is examining you. It's a really a fascinating thing. And he is examining you, and you are examining him. There's an exchange that happens. But can it happen if it's not before my face? When these people, which Ezekiel, God is having Ezekiel address the leaders of the church of this day. When he tells them, you have set your iniquity before your face. Think of Lot with Sodom and Gomorrah when he set his face towards Sodom. That means that in his heart, he prefers that idol over his relationship with God. And so God is saying, if you have got enough uh, gumption to come to my prophet and try to rebuke my people, and you're coming to my prophet, I'm going to deal with you myself. That is what God is saying here in chapter 14. Because God is saying that his relationship with them has been cut off. Why? Because of their abominations. And so God tells him, tell them, repent and turn from your idols. And turn away your faces from all your abominations. Okay, so let's go on down here. And I will set my face against that man and will make him a sign and a proverb. And I will cut him off from the midst of my people. And you shall know that I am the Lord. Remember, bride, I was showing you in the book of Ezekiel, how many times does the Lord say, I am the Lord? Look at that pretty bird over there. He says, I am the Lord, meaning I'm putting my foot down. I've had enough of this, basically is what he's saying. Okay, so let's continue. And if the prophet be deceived, when he has spoken a thing, I, the Lord, have deceived that prophet, and I will stretch out my hand upon him and will destroy him from the midst of my people in Israel. That is a scary thing. It's got over here, sin's penalty. And they shall bear the punishment of their iniquity. The punishment of the prophet shall be even as the punishment of him that seeketh unto him. In other words, God is not going to be impartial. That the house of Israel may go no more astray from me, neither be polluted... That's the word we have seen a lot in the Ezekiel. 
is how the church has been polluted by the world, by Egypt. Polluted. Any more with all their transgressions. But that they may be my people, and I may be their God, saith the Lord God. The word of the Lord came unto me, came again unto me, saying, Son of man, when the land sinneth against me by transgressing grievously, then will I stretch out my hand upon it, and I will break the staff of the bread thereof. Wow, which means famine. Wow, and will send famine upon it, and will cut off man and beast from it. Wow. That is a strong statement, isn't it, Brian? Though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord God. If I cause noisome pestilence, I mean beast, to pass through the land, and they spoil it, so that it be desolate, that no man may pass through because of the beast, Though these three men were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they shall deliver neither their sons nor their daughters. Wow, this is terrible. They only shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate. Remember, Bribe, we talked the other day. See these pretty trees out here in this land and the way that these these birds come out here and they sing and they the deer come out here and they roam. You know, it's really sad when you think about how those living things, those trees are living, but how they answer to God. Isn't that something? How land answers to God for the sins that are done upon it. It's really something. That's why, you know, we was talking about this, about the land that gets revenge because of sin. It will open up and swallow people. It will do things like earthquakes and whatnot. Just getting revenge on sin. Because they answer to God too. So let's review that verse again. It's really a fascinating verse. Okay, so let's go up here again. Now, what God is telling Ezekiel, which, I mean, Brad, think about this. Look how amazing God is. He is right here in the middle of judging Israel, uh, like, to the uttermost. This judgment is horrible, all right? And he is leading Ezekiel. He's leading him in every way. He is talking to him he's leading him guiding him telling him what to say to people and look he did it with noah he did it uh with abraham he does it with all the people if we will just listen he will lead us through all of this but he's telling him right here this is how angry the lord is this is really sad though these three men noah daniel and job were in it, they should deliver but their own souls. Remember before in the judgments, God brought out their whole families. That was his mercy. By their righteousness, saith the Lord God, if I cause noisome beasts to pass through the land and they spoil it, 
so that it be desolate, that no man may pass through because of the beast? Though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters. They only shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate. Isn't that sad? Or if I bring sword, a sword upon the land, and say, Sword, go through the land, so that I cut off man and beast from it. Though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they only shall be delivered themselves. Wow. He is saying no matter what, it would only be them. And remember, bride, I've been telling you, with this judgment, it's already here, by the way, this judgment, you have to consider uh, you cannot love anything more than God because people are going to be people. <gasps> Look at that bird flying off. Aww. Uh, people are going to be people. We cannot love our husband more than God. We cannot love our wife more than God, our children, our material things, our homes, our cars, any of our idols. Uh, because when it comes time to take that chip, you're going to have to answer the Antichrist yourself. And you cannot consider anything else. Because look, I put it in my books. And listen, I know I sound like a conspiracy theory. But I'm going to tell y'all something. The Lord sent me to London to discover this. Not saying I'm any great person or anything. But for some reason, the Lord has took me down this path of that chip. Where he took me all the way to London to show me how it was already over there. And all this. They will do holograms, cloning, lying, videos. This is why you should not have Google Home and Alexa and Siri and all that mess in your house. Because they're recording everything you're doing, bride. All of your audio. And let me tell you what they're going to do to Christians in the future. Because I hear people say, well, I don't do anything, so I don't care if they know what I'm doing. Okay, alright, stay that way. And then let's say years down the road when they want to trap you to all your people. They are going to take clips, bits and pieces of all your audio. And they're going to put you together as the most vile person. And you gave them permission. Because you let them in your house. So anyways, when it comes to taking that chip, they will not be playing. They will frame you, set you up. Have your children turn against you. Anything to get you to become part of the great community. This universalist Christ. Yes, you heard me right. It's a false Jesus out here. It's a universalist move. So they're going to do anything to try to get you to take it. You have got to have a relationship with God yourself. Just like right here what he is saying. I'm delivering only them. The ones that made the choice up in their mind to serve me. Not being blessed with all the extra family because of their decisions. We have to be that way. You know as far as knowing who we are in Christ. Okay so let's continue here. Or if I send a pestilence on that land. And pour out my fury upon it in blood. 
to cut from it man and cut off from it man and beast though noah daniel and job were in it as i live saith the lord god they shall deliver neither son nor daughter they shall but deliver their own souls by their righteousness i mean it's sad to say but we are going to have to stick to the scruples warn people and what they do with it is their own self okay so now we're in verse 21 for thus saith the lord god how much more when i send my four sore judgments upon jerusalem the sword and the famine and the noisome beast and the pestilence to cut off from it man and beast yet behold therein shall be left a remnant remember bride what is the remnant now this is so fascinating i showed you a few chapters back how god described the remnant the remnant is the ones who recognized the judgment coming that's what this word says uh it recognized the sins of the country to god in other words they were real about it you know they saw what was going on that is the remnant the sorrowful ones okay that shall be brought forth both sons and daughters behold they shall come forth unto you and you shall see their way and their doings and you shall be comforted concerning the evil that i have brought upon jerusalem even concerning all that i have brought upon it and they shall comfort you all oh, in that something when you shall see their ways and their doings, and you shall know that I have not done without, because all that I have done in it, says the Lord God. Oh, please let me point out something right here. The remnant with this judgment. First of all, you have to look at the weather to know that judgment is here. Is this not the craziest weather we have ever seen in our country? Okay, so that um in the, and it's going to get worse as things do it's because god wants people to wake up he he smacks them out of their stupor basically he disrupts their idols he tears down their idols because he wants relationship with them and these idols this fakeness that they have going on is between them and god so He's going to tear that down. Now, here's the remnant in the meantime. The remnant is going to see a lot of destruction, suffering, sadness, even family members that are hurting. Why are they hurting? Because they are stubborn and stiff-necked towards God. They have fallen away. The great falling away. And bride, if you think about it, this is the greatest mercy act of God ever, is this judgment. Would you rather mankind go through judgment, get smacked out of their stupor, and come back to him while they're still living? Or let them go to hell deceived? Go to hell in this crazy thinking, this apostasy that they're involved in? The judgment is going to smack them out of their worldly ways. And they're going to come back to God. And then he'll take them home. 
that is the mercy of God. And see, for the remnant, this is the opportunity of the remnant. We have to be like Ezekiel and tell people, repent. I don't care who you are. We have got to repent. And that is repent from your wicked ways. Tear down your idols. Uh, get rid of sin. Detach from the sin. Detach from the apostasy. Protect yourself. Uh, fill yourself with him. Fill your oil lamps. You see what I mean? So that's an amazing, tra uh, amazing chapter because this is God telling Ezekiel the hypocritical idolaters are reproved. And judgments that will come about because of sin. And see, there's many people saying judgment's not going to come because we're in the New Testament. And I just did several videos yesterday about that because it says in there, if God judged the angels before the Old Testament was created, and then he judged in the Old Testament, why do we think we're above judging? I mean, we're above judgment. We're above correction. And see, judgment is a rebuke. Judgment, this right here, he's saying it. Judgment is a rebuke. It's a correction. It's a setting on the right path. And see, the remnant, uh, we have got to help people to see that it is God because the devil is going to lie to them and say, this is not judgment. This is... Uh, fake, you know, this is this and that. No, this is the hand of God. He's wanting you to repent. Come back to him. You've lost relationship with him because of your idols. And the Lord will lead us what to say. And then another thing I want to point out about the remnant that come out again yesterday in the Bible study is the wealth. I mean, I'm not saying... uh you know about the prosperity preaching i know there's many people out there that feel negative about it but to the remnant god is about to give them money god is about to give the remnant money the ones that have been proven faithful right so that they can do what god has called them to do to reap the harvest but in the meantime we will have great suffering great suffering and we have to uh you know just recognize what god is doing and be sensitive to the holy spirit through this all all right so just to recap chapter 14 has been an amazing bible study amazing when the elders of israel came unto ezekiel and god practically laughed in their face He's like, Ezekiel, why should I even listen to these people? They, they've got idols right before their face. They don't want to change. And so God come back to them and, and practically let them know through his prophet. You want to say anything to my prophet and you're in the condition you're in? I'm going to deal with you myself. So it's good stuff. All right, Bride. Well, I will talk to you later. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed it today.